Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Giuliano. Why one area man's trip to the gym ended with a ride to jail. I'm Mike Marillo. Johns Hopkins Hospital's accreditation is at risk. I'm Sarah Jacobs. And Hurricane Fiona hits Puerto Rico, dumping lots of rain and knocking out power. It's 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Dell Small Business. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. Queen Elizabeth's lying in state has ended in preparation for her state funeral just hours from now at Westminster Abbey. Westminster Abbey has been the site of very important moments in Queen Elizabeth's life. This is where her coronation took place. It's also the place that she got married. And she chose Westminster Abbey to be the location of her funeral as well. It's a bit unusual. A monarch has not had a funeral here at Westminster Abbey since the 1700s. Steve Futterman, CBS News at Westminster Abbey in London. And guests have now begun entering the Abbey for the funeral. President Biden has told 60 Minutes Scott Pelley that the U.S. would defend Taiwan if China invades the independent democratic island nation. Would U.S. forces defend the island? Yes, if in fact there was an unprecedented attack. Mr. Biden also said he has not decided whether he will seek a second term. A Category 1 hurricane that lashed Puerto Rico knocked out power throughout the island territory and more misery is coming, says Senior Hurricane Specialist Daniel Brown at the National Hurricane Center. Puerto Rico will continue to get these uh, bands of uh, a very heavy rainfall into Monday and uh, with those, uh, you know, it's likely to be a catastrophic uh, flash flooding. Anybody that lives in uh, low-lying areas need to heed advice of the local officials, uh, make sure they're not in those areas. It's a very dangerous situation across the island. And heavy rain has moved into drought-stricken northern California. A welcome development, says CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti. This storm expected to bring relief to weary firefighters. The mosquito fire has burned out of control for weeks. It's California's largest wildfire. Much of the region has seen only trace amounts of rain since January. State officials are hoping the storm now moving through can help bring containment. In Green Bay, Wisconsin on Sunday, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis defended decisions to send migrants to Washington, D.C. and the Northeast. Texas sending to New York City and Washington, D.C. is the right thing to do because they claim to be sanctuary jurisdictions. Last week, DeSantis sent two planes of migrants from Texas to Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts. A man from Kentucky who killed three students and injured five others in a school shooting in 1997 begins a week-long parole hearing later today. Michael Carneal was a 14-year-old freshman when he fired a stolen pistol at a before-school prayer group in the lobby of Heath High School near Paducah, Kentucky. He got a life sentence with the opportunity for parole after 25 years years. This is CBS News. Dell's semi-annual sale has arrived. Save big on PCs with Windows 11 Pro. Dell Technologies recommends Windows 11 Pro for business. Call 877-ASK-DELL. It's 4.03, Monday, September 19th, 2022. The high today, 88. Morning, I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. The top local stories we're following this hour. Imprisoned more than 20 years for a murder he says he didn't commit. 
A Baltimore man gets a crack at freedom today. Adnan Syed's case fascinated the nation when it was spotlighted on the podcast Serial. A Baltimore judge is scheduled to hold an afternoon hearing in which prosecutors have asked that the murder conviction be vacated and Syed be released from prison. State's attorney Marilyn Mosby says a year-long investigation has provided new information about the murder of Syed's high school classmate, Hay Min Lee, in 1999. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. He's accused of outrunning deputies in Stafford County last month. Now police say they found their man at a Fredericksburg gym. It was back on August the 11th when a Stafford County deputy tried to stop a man on a Can-Am, which is a three-wheeled motorcycle, after the deputy clocked the bike going 100 miles per hour in a 55-mile-per-hour zone. According to the deputy, before disappearing in traffic, the rider of that motorcycle pointed a weapon at the patrol car. Since then, detectives worked to figure out who that rider was. The department says they finally got their answer. And then 32-year-old Paul Hayden of Fredericksburg was located. On Thursday, Virginia State Police arrested Hayden as he left his gym. He's now facing several charges, including assault on a law enforcement officer. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. State police are investigating after a deadly accident along I-270 in Rockville early yesterday morning. Police say there were two separate but related accidents on the northbound side of the Internet south of Montrose Road. A Tesla and a minivan were heading northbound when investigators say the Tesla driver hit the back of the minivan. Both drivers stopped on the interstate. Troopers say another driver in a car also headed in the northbound lane came up on the stopped minivan, tried to swerve out of the way, but rear-ended it. A 35 year old woman in the minivan died. Two other passengers were taken to a hospital. The 24-year-old driver of the Tesla in the first accident was taken into custody after police suspected he may be high or drunk. The state's attorney's office is now investigating. A world-renowned hospital in our region could have its accreditation in jeopardy. WTOP Sarah Jacobs reports. Monitors with the Joint Commission, a major hospital accreditor, flagged two areas of concern at Johns Hopkins Hospital last month and issued a preliminary denial of accreditation. Maryland requires hospitals to be accredited to hold a license. According to the Baltimore Banner, the organization identified problems in the kitchen of one of the hospital's original buildings, as well as various pieces of furniture in need of repair. In a statement, a hospital spokesperson said Hopkins immediately addressed the areas of concern. A surveyor returned earlier this month to assess the actions Hopkins has taken. The commission is scheduled to meet this week. They'll review those findings and reconsider the initial denial. Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. Well, pickles on your pizza is the latest trend in D.C. and so far it appears to be a hit. You can put anything on a pizza, really. And over at Pizzeria Paradiso, yes, even pickles. We've done pickle pizzas in the past. Jeremy Volo works for the local pizza spot. Uh, they've been a little bit different, a little bit kind of out there for us, but we love the idea. So how exactly do you make the perfect pickle pizza? Well, slow-cooked brisket, Thousand Island dressing, a few other delicious toppings, and the perfect dash of pizzazz. So if you're adventurous enough, like us folks in the WTOP newsroom, try it for yourself. You just might like it. And we'll run it for um, as long as we can, as long as we have the supplies. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, a sorority or two sororities uniting in the fight against human trafficking 
in Prince George's County. It's 4.07. Hey, it's Jack Taylor. You've heard me talking about the new standard in five-star senior living coming to Gaithersburg, the Carnegie at Washingtonian Center. They're inviting you to join them at the Lakewood Country Club Ballroom in Rockville on September 29th for a free author presentation, book signing, and luncheon featuring Steve Gillen, New York Times best-selling author of The Pact, Bill Clinton, Newt Gingrich, and the rivalry that defined a generation, and America's Reluctant Prince, The Life of John F. Kennedy Jr. Space is limited. Be sure to register today at lifeofthecarnegie.com. Diamonds Direct's incredible five-year zero-interest financing is happening now. This weekend, you can spread your payments over five years on the exclusive Michael M. Collection, directly from Los Angeles, offering breathtaking handcrafted engagement rings and wedding bands with European style, sophistication, and classic elegance. See the entire Michael M. Bridal Collection this Friday and Saturday, and take advantage of five-year zero-interest financing. Unapproved credit only at Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. It's 4.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s to Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning, Stephanie. We'll start off in the Manassas-Gainesville area. If you're headed along 29 Lee Highway, they still have the work zone between Sudley Road and Groveton Road. Pretty slow on the southbound side in particular. Now, of course, when they have worked through that area, generally speaking, they are alternating traffic. Very much likely what's going on there. Now, keep in mind, if you're taking 29 right now, if you're planning on headed from 29 onto 66, as of now, the ramp from 29 southbound or northbound to 66 eastbound is currently closed. That's because of the work zone that is on 66 itself. If you're trying to access 66 eastbound, you're going to need to opt for one of the 234s. That is to say the Prince William Parkway or Sudley Road. Or depending on where you're headed, uh, you might want to opt for 15 in Hyattsville or uh Haymarket, rather, as you continue eastbound past uh, 123, there should still be a far right lane, uh, correction, uh, two far left lanes being blocked as you make your way past Route 50. Keep an eye out for that one. Westbound, still just a single right lane getting past the work zone at 28. You're headed on the inner loop of the Beltway from Springfield up towards the American Legion Bridge. No issues there. In the district, it's quiet on the 3rd Street Tunnel. New York Avenue, no issues. Southbound side of the BW Parkway is up to speed. Riverdale Road still has a work zone past 295. That one's blocking the far right lane. Southbound side of 355, you got the usual work zone blocking the far left lane near Grosvenor Lane. South of that point, it sounds like you have a center lane blocked just south of the Beltway. Watch out for it. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Chuck Bell. Your Monday morning is off to a quiet start. It's mild outside. Temperatures mostly in the 60s. It'll be a very warm afternoon, bordering on hot. 88 for a high temperature today. That is 8 degrees above average. Plenty of sunshine this morning, more clouds this afternoon, and a 20 to 30 percent chance of a quick little passing shower later today. It won't add up to much, and we'll clear back out again overnight. Tomorrow, sunny and 86. Wednesday, sunny and 88, and then another rain chance finally comes up on Thursday. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Chuck Bell for WTOP. 70 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate.
It's 4-11. In Maryland, a boy and girl were arrested after a fight at the Great Frederick Fair Saturday night. According to the Frederick County Sheriff's Office, deputies observed a large group of juveniles form inside one of the traffic gates. The group was moved outside the gate by deputies and fair security, and that's when a fight broke out. Police say a boy was taken to the Frederick County Law Enforcement Center and later released to a guardian. His charge will include second-degree assault. Shortly after that incident, another crowd began to form, and police say a girl from the crowd hit a deputy in the chest. The girl was taken into custody. Her charges will also include second-degree assault and resisting and interfering with an arrest via a juvenile reference. She was also released to her guardian. Both have been banned from the Frederick Fairgrounds. It's a problem that hides in plain sight human trafficking. Two historic sororities in Prince George's County are trying to bring awareness to the problem. The Unite to Fight Human Trafficking initiative is a partnership between local chapters of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority and Delta Sigma Theta Sorority. Benita Swendell, president of the Psi Epsilon Omega chapter of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. We felt that through this collaboration and the strategic focus that we'll all be able to have an additional positive impact on this very important topic. Muriel Brewer, president of the Prince George's County chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. It's hidden in plain sight. So that's really why we're coming together to educate individuals. They're holding a series of three human trafficking webinars. Stephanie Gaines Bryant, WTOP News. This is part of our continuing coverage of people making a difference in our community. To find out more, go to WTOP.com. Coming up, a look at sports. The Commanders lose to the Lions. The Ravens blow a huge fourth quarter lead. And the WNBA crowns its champion. It's 4:13. In honor of all those we've lost to cancer and those still fighting and thriving, like basketball analyst and cancer champion Dick Vitale. I want to beat cancer. I'm going to beat it. That's no doubt in my mind. I'm going to win this battle. Defeating cancer will take all of us. Join our team to help fund game-changing research that saves lives. At the V Foundation, V is for victory over cancer. V is for victory over the odds. V is for victory over health disparities. Victory over setbacks. Victory over the unknown. V is for victory over giving up. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Donate to the V Foundation to join our team and help save lives. Cancer can take away all my physical abilities. It cannot touch my mind, it cannot touch my heart, and it cannot touch my soul. 100% of donations fund game-changing cancer research. Donate now to the V Foundation at V.org. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way, too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Maryland Army National Guard. Aired by the Maryland, D.C., Delaware Broadcasters Association at this station. Inflation is running hotter and returns are cooling down. Is your financial plan primed for a changing environment? Every week we discuss the latest financial trends and what investors need to know about them. 
To learn more about the impact of higher prices and how to become a better informed, wise investor, listen to The Wise Investor Show at thewiseinvestorgroup.com or find us on your favorite podcast app. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now to Rob Woodfork. By any name, Washington hates going to Detroit. The Commanders lost their sixth straight road game to the Lions, 36-27, and stay without a win in the Motor City since 2008. The offense was a complete no-show in the first half, so how do you get that second-half offense for a full game, Carson Wentz? I wish I had that answer. Last week we came out rolling. First two drives hot, and this week we're horrible in the first half, and I got to own that one and find a way to stay on the field and convert some things just to get a little momentum, and we couldn't find it at all. But I'm confident will be better. Wentz again top 300 passing yards in his three touchdown passes give him a franchise record seven in his first two games in Burgundy and Gold. He again found rookie Jahan Dotson in the end zone. His three touchdowns through two career games are tied for the NFL record. Miami teams went 3-0 and here in the DMV. The Dolphins erased a 21-point fourth-quarter deficit in M&T Bank Stadium to stun the Baltimore Ravens 42-38 behind Tua Tungavailoa's sixth touchdown performance. D.C. United suffered a 3-2 loss to enter Miami CF to extend their winless streak to three games. While across the street, the Nationals fell to the Marlins 3-1 as Miami Sandy Alcantara's complete game upped his record against the Nats this season to 3-0 with an 0-8-4 ERA. Dave Martinez. He makes some good pitches. As you see it late in the game, he's throwing 101. He's a tough guy to face. I thought we did a good job of hanging in there all day today. But when you face him, you got to battle. The Orioles battled back to beat the Blue Jays 5-4 in Toronto to pull within four games of Seattle for the last AL wild card. The Las Vegas Aces beat the Connecticut Sun 77-71 to win their first WNBA title and Sin City's first major professional sports championship. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. Guests are filing into Westminster Abbey to say a final farewell to Queen Elizabeth II. Her state funeral begins in a few hours. A hearing today in a Baltimore courtroom for Adnan Syed. Syed is currently serving life plus 30 years in prison for the death of his high school ex-girlfriend. Last week, Baltimore prosecutors filed a motion to vacate his murder conviction. Johns Hopkins Hospital accreditation could be in jeopardy after monitors with the Joint Commission flagged two areas of concern last month and issued a preliminary denial of the hospital's accreditation. Stick with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. It's 417. A man is in the hospital after a shooting in Annandale. Police tell WTOP they found the man who had been shot in his lower body at around 5 o'clock yesterday afternoon in the 3300 block of Woodburn Road right by Inova Fairfax Hospital. He was taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Traffic and weather on the 8th to Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Stephanie. If you're heading along 29 in Gainesville, watch out for this one. Still dealing with the work zone between Sudley Road, 234, down towards Groveton Road. Bit slow through that area. They should be alternating traffic right now. Take it nice and slow. Here's the deal. If you're headed on the eastbound side of 66, the right lane is currently closed between 29 in Gainesville and 234, the Prince William Parkway. And because of that, it's actually also blocking the ramps that take you from 29 
onto 66 eastbound. That's 29 south, 29 north. Cannot get onto 66 eastbound. So you're going to either need to opt for Route 15 or 234, the Prince William Parkway. In fact, you could also use uh, 29 over to Sudley Road and then get on 66 that way. You have a few options is what I'm trying to say. Thankfully, not a lot of volume on the roads just yet, so you should be okay. As you head westbound past 28, looks like you still got a far right lane getting by the work zone. Just a single right lane for now. I-95 looks great. 395, the earlier work zone that was near Edsel Road has cleared. No longer seeing anything there. As you continue on to the 14th Street Bridge, things are looking lovely as you head on to the 3rd Street Tunnel. In Maryland, inner loop of the Beltway is up to speed from the I-270 spur over towards I-95. Any work crews that we did have have officially cleared up. Southbound 355, left lane block near Grosvenor Lane. Nothing new there. I-270, looks like we still have the work zone as you head to and from 85. That's the Buckystown Pike uh, uh, ramp. Though, according to the listener, let us know that uh, they are in the process of cleaning up these cones. So hopefully in a few minutes, you should have all those lanes reopen. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Chuck Bell. Good morning. It's a dry start to the work week today. Temperatures are on the mild side. 60s this morning. Toasty warm this afternoon. 88 for a high today. The day does come with a 20 to 30 percent chance of a passing shower or two later into the afternoon, but no seriously big amounts of rain are expected. It'll be dry tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny. 86 on Tuesday, back to 88 again on Wednesday. A better chance for some showers on Thursday as cooler weather finally returns. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Chuck Bell for WTOP. 70 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by New Look Home Design, the roofing experts. Visit newlookhomedesign.com. Coming up on WTOP, the president discusses the state of the economy on 60 Minutes. It's 420. Olivia from Washington. Laid off and trying to keep our little kids from realizing that mommy and daddy haven't eaten in a while. Roger, from California. I'm grateful we could afford our son's surgery. I'm nervous that now we can't really afford food. Daniel, from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Donna, from Louisiana. The storm just hit, and we went from donating to the food bank to needing it. Keisha from South Carolina. I've been skipping meals so my two kids can eat, but filling up on water doesn't really work. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. For more than 75 years, University of Maryland Global Campus has been helping military service members reach their next goal. Now, active duty military, reserves, their spouses, and dependents can qualify for the Military New Graduate Student Savings Program. Eligible students save 30% per credit on most master's degrees and graduate certificates. Find out if you qualify and learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by CHEV. You're listening to WTOP News. It's 422. President Biden sat down with CBS News correspondent Scott Pelley for an interview that aired Sunday on 60 Minutes. The conversation touched on inflation and a recent poor inflation report that sent the stock market plummeting. Pelley and President Biden discussed the state of the economy. 
Is the economy going to get worse before it gets better? No. I don't think so. We hope we can have what they say, a soft landing, a transition to a place where we don't lose the gains that Iran to make in the first place for middle class folks, being able to generate good paying jobs and, and expansion. And at the same time, uh, make sure that we uh, uh, we are, are able to continue to grow. The interview marked President Biden's first sit down with 60 Minutes. On, on whether Biden would run for re-election, the president told 60 Minutes his intention is to run again, but that's an intention. Biden went on to say that it remains to be seen if that is a firm decision that he runs again. In another sign of how the newspaper business has changed in going from print to online, the Washington Post is consolidating its opinion journalism. You will still be able to read the essays and analysis that appeared in the Washington Post Outlook section every Sunday, but now those will be either online or added to opinions in the A section. Sunday was the last time the Post printed an Outlook section. It's been a part of the paper Sunday edition for nearly 70 years. In a farewell perspective, two former Outlook editors say the work of Outlook's many editors and contributors provoked and enlightened generations of print readers. The Washington Post is resurrecting its book world section in the Sunday print edition. Sandy Kozell, WTOP News. Sunday was the 75th anniversary of the U.S. Air Force. WTOP national security correspondent J.J. Green sat down with the Air Force chief of staff. As the Air Force celebrates this important anniversary, General Charles Q. Brown, Chief of Staff, says this may be the most important time in their history. When you think about the, the geostrategic environment, you know, we're probably in a very uh, challenging time compared to what we've been over the course of the past number of decades. Aggressive countries like Russia, North Korea, China, Iran, and instances where democracy is ignored around the world. As you watch the threats evolve and the challenges evolve, we cannot rest on our laurels of the past 75 years. And General Brown says not resting means not just going through the motions. We've got to be better than we are today, um, and that's what I'm focused on as the chief of staff of the Air Force. At Joint Base Andrews, J.J. Green, WTOP News. You can read more at WTOP.com. Search national security. Money news at 25 and 55. Replacing a roof on your home is expensive. I'm Mark Camrake with the Bankrate.com Personal Finance Minute. A leaky roof can be a scary thing. The cost of a new roof running anywhere from $2,000 on up, tens of thousands for bigger homes. The national average runs around $6,600. Being ready for these unexpected yet predictable expenses is yet another argument for having emergency savings. Factors that can drive up the price? Location. Costs can vary widely across the U.S. Other keys, roof size, the pitch because steep roofs cost more. Number of layers, external components including a chimney or skylights. You'll need to include the cost of removing the old roofing materials. A typical job to remove shingles costs $1,000 or more. Bad surprises can add to the cost of a new roof as well. If rotten wood or water damage is found when the old shingles are taken away, the price can go through the roof, so to speak. I'm Mark Hamrick. Coming up after traffic and weather, President Biden joins hundreds of dignitaries in Britain to say goodbye to Queen Elizabeth II during a state funeral that starts in just a few hours. It's 426. On the house, no charge. Complimentary, gratis. For a limited time, Silver Diner is offering free delivery through Silver Diner.